Welcome to the Food Grower Podcast, the podcast that tells the story, highlights the techniques and talks tactics with food growers from all around the world. From market gardeners to allotment holders, field farmers to urban farmers, we want this podcast to inspire you to grow food or help you on your already existing food empire. I'm Chris from Fanfield Farm. I'm Jack from Jack's Patch. And it's a pleasure to introduce a different episode, a little bonus episode for you this week. Jack and I jumped on Instagram Live last night to talk about the episode we have coming out tomorrow it's super exciting it's a big announcement i'm not going to tell you now you'll have to listen to the episode but do carry on listening through because there is a a bit of a talk about the season that's been um talking a little bit about burnout and how we felt about that some positivity coming through that and how we've pivoted through this year the difficult growing conditions to do slightly different things but exciting things plus the big episode that's coming out tomorrow. Stay tuned. And just a quick warning, this was recorded through our phones on Instagram Live, so it's not the normal sound quality you'd expect from the podcast, but we wanted to bring it to you here anyway, as we thought the content and the announcement was good enough. First, um, Jack, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's been a really nice end to the season, isn't it? Because I think we've had that really nice little burst of weather, um and we were moaning all summer all spring but it was just that nice end of the season um autumn come through and actually delivered a lot of the goods i felt i felt look for me september is the best time you're just purely harvesting mm. stuff um but i feel that was really nice um yeah and, and then yeah i felt like i was in shorts up until last week and then it's dropped (laughs) as you sent a photo to my family back home just like of my wellies and my trousers and being like oh it's a sad day it's a sad day when the trousers and the wellies have to come out um but it's been warm though hasn't it man like we put loads of seedlings in for winter last week and they've all doubled down in size really because it's been warm we've had a bit of rain and it's but it's stayed fairly warm in the day so they've really rooted and, and grown a few extra leaves so it's it's yeah it's it's finally given us a bit back the weather hasn't it yeah yeah no man it, it, it's been good and my, my focus uh, has changed throughout the season as well which we'll tap onto um <laughs> but uh yeah it's, it's just been really good like it's all learning isn't it for us that's that's a beautiful thing like i said to someone today the first season for me was optimal 2019 had a great year did it, the weather was perfect had like no slugs no snail damage last year was a lot of heat so we were focusing on mulching and just making sure like the spring stuff didn't burn to a crisp and then um but we was getting tomatoes all the way into like November and then this year has been the complete opposite. So it's thrown us a real uh, spanner in the works with the cold um, crop plan went out the window in May. Um, (laughs) um, And then like stuff started to bolt in June, which shouldn't have bolted that we spoke about that red charge, Mm. um, which was weird. And then, yeah, man, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster, like flooding and um, and then just slugs for me personally because of on quite a tight diet. They just went nuts. I, I think I lost half of the stuff I sowed, maybe yeah. more. Um, but obviously, yeah, you replenish it, so you don't see that. But to like re-sow beds of carrots like twice, three times is is not on. Mm. 
Yeah, and it's, it's a lot of work for that sort of stuff. Even like the blight that happened in tomato tunnels, like it felt this year that tomatoes have been not worth as much to me this year because I've had to fight to keep them. I've had to spend hours pruning tomato plants that normally is like, yeah, I might do some pruning once a week, but it was nearly every day. So they felt less valuable because I had to spend so much time on them. And yeah, it's been a lot of things, but... As I, I was, we had some visitors to the farm today, and I said things tend to happen in peaks and troughs, don't they? So I think we'll go back to the year before last. We'll have a warm summer next year, and maybe it'll be the opposite again. So. Man, we, it, I know this sounds pretty terrible to say, but you almost need a bit of like global warming to ha- like to happen <laughs> to us. Hey, that sounds terrible. So bad, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, I kind of don't want to go through seasons where like you, we're really just getting started into this, and we're doing our best to push on and save be um be pioneers to help save the planet be a model to be like this is the way we should all be growing and if we all grow like this then um we're, we're onto a winner we're we're, we're looking at the future <laughs> that we that we want um so yeah we kind of need uh, that little we really need that luck from mother nature to be like right just hold out let's get some good seasonal weather and yeah man fingers crossed but I mean, I think the, the learnings from this year and certainly some of the podcast episodes we've done have helped us sort of make some changes to that as well. I mean, I've massively doubled down on on more perennial edibles. We've talked about doing a lot more herbs as well, which are sort of more um, you can control them a bit more, especially if you're doing like pots like with of them here and stuff. So we've learned a lot from the season and learned a lot from the podcast that's changed the way we're sort of focusing and you've changed your focus you mentioned big time this year yeah yeah man definitely like I, I second to what you've said we've learned from the podcast and it's excited us in terms of growing herbs i've noticed that massively like they've been the guys in the corner of the farm just going like look at me like i'm strong got good <laughs> fruit development and, and they've done really well and it's been that little thing i added at the farmer's market um uh but yeah for me personally it switched my attention to mushrooms and you can see my account is pretty much 90 percent mushroom posts now yeah. uh, but it the, for, for the garden to go crap it's a been a huge positive and it, it takes you to like learn it after it happens because at the time you're upset but um yeah man it's been a huge benefit because i've doubled down on the mushrooms and um produced a load and they're really an expensive product for me so um it's it's really helped financially when other stuff has just completely failed like getting blight at like in like first first week of july i think it was and it was just like awful um so yeah man like as we as you said fell out of love with a tomato thing that's like the one you're like rooting for and then it mm-hmm. for me mushrooms just took its place uh, and then some and it's been coming up from a small space. It's a four-season crop, which is great. And then microgreens as well, they're starting to come back in. Um, going into winter months, you can post about how nutritional they are, um, which is which is great as well. And, again, we have complete control over um, over that as well, mate. So it's been, it's been great for us. It, we, we've bounced off each other quite a lot with the podcast, but also um, speaking to each other Um offline and saying Mm -hmm. how you're doing uh, and being that support line for each other which we when we had that moan up a couple of episodes ago we was hoping we would be that support line for everyone else listening to be like you know what these guys are also really struggling and my guy Mm -hmm. is struggling 
Yeah, it, I mean, it's been lifesaver for me. Um, it's yeah. I, there have been times where I've, I know I've messaged you, just being like, "Oh, can you send me a video on this?" I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting my grown abilities at times, um, and that's been really tough. And then similarly, lately, like being super burnt out, and that's got us down. But yeah, being able to text you, and then the the podcast bringing us up as well. Every time we do an episode, I feel like I've got another set, like another life and want to go back outside hit the farm and, and do some more so it's yeah it's been super inspiring and, and super supportive man yeah no brilliant man I, I i second that i second that and then as we've coming into like autumn winter um what prep are you doing now what are people um that are watching like what can they be doing now or um yeah, what are you doing now, Chris? <laughs> yeah, well, I put a big push last week into planting as much of our winter crops as possible, but there's still plenty that could be going out. I mean, we put lots of stuff in our polytunnels. We did the conversion a week and a half ago of all the tomatoes, aubergines and cucumbers out. In went your pak choy, mizuna, winter lettuces, child and kale for um, into early spring next year. So we've got that super early. Um, and then a lot of those crops we did put outside as well. And we're going to like double fleece and just see how we get on. Um, we doubled down on crops we know can grow two winter chard and kale. We pretty much can grow 11 months of the year. So there is more chard and kale on my farm than there is anything else at the moment. That and lettuce. Um, but um, lots of that. And also, I um, really want to send the message that we're, we're actually going to take some time. So we put up our third polytunnel um, last week um we're mad getting that done and now we're going to take some time to enjoy it i've potted around the farm tidying bits up today tomorrow we're going to wood chip around the chicken hut bits like that go by the wayside but are actually really enjoyable and those are the things that i'm really looking forward to this year i said to you the other day i'm looking forward to winter more than any year i think i've ever been living so <laughs> um, definitely definitely man like um I totally agree with that. I think it's the year, the time of year where you plan everything um, for the, the new year. And, um, yeah, but planning, building stuff. It's like DIY my, um, season. Um, yeah. but, but even today, I like all, all the um, – that huge, huge pumpkin plant that I had, that all went back, like, squished into the compost heat. Pumpkins got taken out. Um, I just, like, streamed the grass in front of it, and I was like – whoa the gut the garden already looks a lot bigger because i didn't realize mm -hmm. it was encroaching but already that is like it's kind of like ticking boxes in your head and i think that's what winter does you you go around the farm you get back to like um almost like a blank canvas again you know in a weird way mm -hmm. um that you like right i can you can focus and realign for spring yeah, and I think you have that time to appreciate those spaces that you, you couldn't see in the summer. Or you, I feel like, especially in the summer here or right up till September, head down and you're almost firefighting, especially this year, weeds and pests. And that's almost sometimes all you can see when you walk around the farm um, or, or the plot. And But now I feel like I'm looking closer. I'm realising, yeah, some weed grass has encroached there or oh, I want to do this with the pond or you notice those little bits and it, I think it becomes a really, it becomes beautiful again and I think that there's a lot to be learned from that because if we can take that into summer and still keep that awareness going, um, sorry, I'm being dive-bombed by a fly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can notice that in the summer nearly as much as we do in the winter then we're on to a winter and maybe that's putting some of the regenerative back into ourselves and following the permaculture principles a little bit more um 
that that will yeah help us appreciate it more in the summer. This fly is not going to leave me alone. It's going to be really distracting. Uh, we can't see it. We can't. See it's it. all right. <laughs> it's bugging you though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say, man, it's like I think that was really nice what you said there. Like you're regenerating yourself, and that's so mm. important. Like I think we what like what we spoke about in the podcast we just done which we're going to mention in a minute is like um it's those times where you've got to like take a step back because we work fucking hard man farming is hard and mm. everyone needs to realize that and it's about um like i think for me like chefs have had their time being at the top being celebrate like celebrities and whatever but like had but you've got like chef's table and they focus on like the back end of that the next thing for me is like growers being shown in that way because yeah. you work hard you're out there for four seasons and you're like you're putting together food for people which is like straight away baseline of what we all need um but it's food for the animals it's food for the insects um yeah man it's a really beautiful thing but the regeneration of yourself like we're going through going through a pandemic like uh, having a farm has been like you have to shift your business model you have to start thinking outside the box more than ever Mm -hmm. than growers have ever needed to do so um yeah that that time to yourself and looking after yourself is massive mate so yeah that was really nice what you said there i like that Thank you, man. And, and it leads nicely on because there is a lot of that in the podcast that's coming up. Um, and we're, I mean, this is super exciting for us. I mean, we've taken time prepping for autumn and winter. We've taken time as well preparing for, for some massive guests coming up. Um, and I think it's fair to say that this week's guest has inspired both of us on our farms um, on, and on our journeys. And a countless amount of listeners will have read his book and they might be doing his course as we speak i'm saying him so that's given you a clue people have got so much value from the content that he's put out um and it was so exciting for us because i think it shaped the way my farm looks his book especially um it was generally such an exciting interview for us both to do and the guy was an absolute gem he was wonderfully nice super friendly so i mean it was the king of market gardening himself so our guest Coming out on Wednesday this week, it's Mr. Jean Martin, JM40A, which is amazing, right? Yeah, bro. Oh, mate, I can't believe it. it. It's proper mad. So, like, we can say to everyone that, like, now we've said his name, um, uh, pretty much that after the first episode of the podcast, like, he was interested to talk to us straight away. Um, and for us, that's just, like, it blew us away. Um, and, and it shows how excited he is about growing food like he was just wants to talk about it and that's what i absolutely love it's not a chore like like for us like, we love to talk about it and 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 i feel that comes across in the podcast he loves to talk about it we asked him like your, your, your standard questions but also i feel like we put our own flavor on it and he was saying oh good question good question because i feel like we was coming at a different angle with a few of our, our questions that we ask and also it's nice as well to get um someone someone who's growing on like a big scale that he is but also realizing that you can make money from it and that that's why we want to encourage more people because this is a job and you don't i think farming gets put down here but it can it can be good it can be good Mm -hmm. and 
and and it's in baby steps in the country at the minute but it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and it's about being a part of that that rise in um in in a push for pioneering small scale growing in the UK yeah absolutely and and I think he's seen that rise Jeremy's seen that rise in Quebec in Canada in the states um and I think he he knows that it's on the brink here. And I think that the episode is really, I mean, firstly, it was incredibly positive at a time where personally I needed some positivity around this. It was it was a tough burnout sort of time for, for me. And I know it was the same for lots of people. So the, the, the chat was so positive, which is wicked. But it also touched a lot on that you can make money with this. You can make money growing food. There is a lot of ways to do that. But the actual growing of food can make money. And it's something that you can mention to anyone in sort of conventional farming and they, they will often disagree or say it's very, very hard. But it, it goes to prove that, and, and p- listeners and, and watchers of this will, will know on Wednesday and hear this in the chat that JM is open about the money he makes with the farms. He's open about that. He's open about how it's done. But he's also open about the very technical aspects of doing it and how, and he shares those. And, and yeah, it, it, there was so much in that episode that inspired me and gave me a, a second wind. I was ready to get back out and do another season after, after chatting to him. So it was a really inspiring episode and I can't wait to get it out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, it, it does make, it, we're, we're just uh, big enough winter, but it does make, after listening to it, it makes you want it to be spring again, just to get yeah. going. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm on his course and, and it really helps me. I can just log in at any time and and it, it just feels like I've got tools there that it's just, that's how to set up. It mm. feels a little bit foolproof. And um, after like the first module, I was like, it's made its money back. So it is a, it's an expense, but it made its money back for sure um, in terms of like the value it gave. It, it, it needs people like him. If he wasn't around like, that this this left this growing space you knock a few number a few names out of it and you're like wow where do you look where do you mm. look like these guys were pioneering that and they didn't have that kind they had people in books um that they probably had to go and seek like his mentor was yeah. elliot coleman who is also an incredible grower still going his book's amazing but then jm's kind of packaged it even more um, and it really resonates with us because we've followed it and uh, mm. we love it. Um, but yeah, it's, it, the, the, I did think about that today. Actually, I was like, when you take off a few of these names, like say they didn't exist, like where would you look for this? I mean, mm. they've really shook it up. Yeah, there's some, there's a yeah, very small number of big names, but I think that's going to change. I don't want to give too much away from the interview, but um, there's something to be said for making this call again, and and that's yeah, as much as I can really say on that, <laughs> it's it's super exciting. So um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll we'll won't give too much more away um, on what's in that episode, but put in your diaries for Wednesday this week, we will be bringing you our chat with JM Forty A. It's super exciting. We had a great time and he was well up for doing another one again very soon on winter growing. Just an all round awesome guy. So um, do, yeah, put a reminder in your diary, in your phone, whatever. That episode is coming out on Wednesday. I'll chat with Jean Martin Fortier. And I didn't, I, uh, I said the name of his farm in the episode and he said I said it quite well in quite a good French accent. So I was well pleased. I was on cloud nine. <laughs>
Yeah, I did. I did avoid. I avoided it. Just. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was quite good at French at school, but that that um, Quebec French is a bit different, and I, I would have butchered it. So, <laughs> well done, mate. I went all out. I'm very happy. So, yeah. Um, anyone who's logged on, thanks for for, for watching this. Um, it's also going to go out as a little bonus episode on the podcast feed. So, thank you if you're listening to this. John Martin Forty Eight is coming as an episode on Wednesday. And also do head over to our Patreon page as we'll be putting the uh, unedited video version of the entire interview with Jay and the entire chat over there. So head over to patreon.com forward slash food grower academy um, and you will be able to uh, support the podcast there, but also get the full unedited video version of our chat with Jean-Martin Fortier, which is awesome. Um so yeah, not much more to be said, really. <laughs> Thanks, Chris, man. I think it's a nice way to announce it, and um, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to tune in Wednesday and yeah, get a slice of JM. Awesome, nice one. We'll see, well, see you on Wednesday. See you Wednesday, bro. <laughs> Cheers. Bye, bye. So the announcement of JM48 as our next episode is out now. So make sure you hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're there tomorrow when that episode drops. And if you want to see the interview with JM, myself and Jack as a fully unedited video version, you can do that by heading to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash food grower academy. If you jump on there, you can support the podcast and get access to exclusive content like that. Hope to see you over there.